0: Do you remember what it was like taking exams in school, cramming and preparation, the nerves right before it started, the concentration and energy it required, and the joy when it was over and you passed? So, what does it look like to take that kind of exam on your heart? Welcome to Hope Renewed podcast of PIR Ministries. Thanks for joining me for Hope Renewed. I'm Tom Jameson, and this is the in-depth podcast about pastoral renewal and restoration. It's where we explore the issues and situations that can put pastors at risk and share hope when ministry leaves us hopeless. Today on Hope Renewed, I'd like to talk about soul healthy habits, the kind of habits that bring life and renewal to your own soul, the things that we each can be doing to ensure that we have a healthy soul. It's a time of year when I have my annual doctor's appointment, and one of the questions that always used to drive me nuts was the first question the doctor would ask, What can I do for you today? It's like, Well, I wouldn't be here unless I expected you to be able to tell me why I'm here. But uh, what I found is that doing careful self-examination before I go to the doctor makes for a much more beneficial visit, and I'm able to self-diagnose certain things that then allow him to do the deeper diagnosis and set me in good directions. And spiritually, I think certainly in the greater body of Christ and And even in pastoral ministry, there's very little of this self-examination that goes on. Life is often very fast-paced, and we just don't have time to do the hard, long, reflective work that's necessary. Uh, We're also very outward-oriented. We tend to think in terms of what we can see or what we do to determine how healthy we are. And we tend away from the non-reflective. Good, honest reflection sometimes is very painful. But the old Aristotelian maxim, the unexamined life is not worth living, certainly does hold true. And especially as we consider walking day by day in service to Christ and in service to his people, that if we are not doing healthy self-examination, we can find ourselves in danger zones very, very quickly. Uh, It can lead to feelings of emptiness, times of dryness, uh, beyond that leading us to wrong ends and ultimately to spiritual self-implosion or self-collapse. A self-examination of our spirits is just asking the question, am I spiritually honest with God and with myself? It's heeding Paul's warning in Second Corinthians thirteen five when he says, make sure you are in the faith. Test yourselves. And what we look for with self-examination is beyond external measures to the internal reality that only we ourselves can see and God can see. It's a difference between character and reputation. Stuart Briscoe makes this distinction that our reputation is what we work on to show on the outside, but our character is who we truly are. So some good questions that we might ask as we consider this habit of self-examination for soul health. First, is my conscience bound to the Word of God? Am I truly thinking and ordering my life according to God's sovereignty, through His Word, by His Spirit, in my own life? Uh, Am I committed? To making that the truth by which I will live? Or has the culture seeped into my heart, into my spirit? Have I found myself listening more to what the world says or what do others say rather than to what the Lord has said? We're called to be done with this waffling about, this being tossed to and fro by every wind and, and wave of doctrine, and instead listen intently to and for Jesus' voice through his word. Another good question we can be asking ourselves, am I trusting in Christ alone for salvation? And that may seem like a ridiculous question to ask ourselves. Of course we are. We're ministers, we're pastors, we're workers in the kingdom. And yet, how easy it is for us to move off the sure foundation that only Christ can set for us. We can see that in our life goals. We can see that in our personal motivations every day. Who are we trying to please? What are we trying to accomplish? What need are we trying to fill in ourselves? Trusting in Christ alone for salvation means that our identity is secure in Him, that we are standing on the sure and finished work that He has done, and then living our lives from there, not concerned with that basic core need of knowing and being known by God. Another good question. Asking ourselves, is Christ being formed in me increasingly? Do I see more of Jesus daily in my life? Am I recognizing that he is showing up, that he is becoming more of who I am and my brokenness, my tendencies are becoming less and less? And this is really part of the art of becoming self-aware, of understanding that God's desire is to re create us in the image of his Son, to to make us new, to make Christ known in us and through us. And who we are apart from Christ is not the ideal plan that God has. And so even all our strengths, our desires, our, our inclinations, uh, those affinities that we have... We have to take that captive to Christ. We have to be willing to say more of him and less of me. Not that we're seeking to eradicate ourselves, but that we're allowing what God is doing in us to show and getting out of his way. Being self-aware is recognizing where we lack, where we fall short of that ideal that God has made us to be and to do and how We can then present that to the Lord and say, Here I am, Lord. Use me. Send me. Make me more like Christ. Another good question, am I increasingly yielded and obedient to the Holy Spirit? And this might be the flip side of that other question of recognizing if Christ is being formed in me increasingly. Am I increasingly yielded and obedient to the Spirit? And this is a matter of the will. Am I wrestling every day with the tendencies I have, with the difficulties that I have? Am I wrestling those before the Lord keeping them on on the altar, that living sacrifice, it's not getting up and walking away every day, but instead we are keeping ourselves before the Lord that he can be doing that transforming work in us, asking ourselves that question when we make a decision, when we interact with someone, when we are working on a a, a project or or, uh, some aspect of ministry. Am I yielding myself in this instance to the obedience of the Holy Spirit and allowing the Spirit to lead and allowing the Spirit to guide in my life? Then perhaps one other question I'd suggest that we can ask in this spiritual self-examination. Is there besetting sin I am ignoring or tolerating in me? These are the daily questions of repentance that we should and, and really must be asking ourselves that we are not allowing sin to have a foothold in our lives. We're not allowing sin to take up residence in any way. And this really does require some deep reflection and some careful, honest thought. It's not just the wildly obvious, painfully noted sins in our lives that we call out. It's the very subtle ones, especially, that we want to address. Asking questions is a great way to begin to the work of self-examination. But unless we stick with it, unless we have habits of walking through that self-examination, it's not going to bring much fruit. So I'd offer just some of the spiritual disciplines that you are probably familiar with that help in this practice of self-examination. Certainly, reflective prayer, sitting quietly, uh, Openly before the Lord, uh, maybe even having just a blank sheet of paper, to listen carefully to how God would guide in, in answering these questions. Uh, meditating on scripture in each of these areas that would help to, to open up honestly where you might be with each of these. Journaling to record and recall how God is at work in growing you, having spiritual conversation or counsel on these issues, Um, finding a trusted person that you can sit with and and talk deeply and honestly about these questions, and learning the practice, the, the very difficult practice of silence and solitude that takes not only quietness, but it takes time and space in order to make that happen. One resource I recommend for the habit of self-examination is Don Whitney's little book 10 Questions to Diagnose Your Spiritual Health. It's put out by Nav Press, and it's a concise, focused handbook on self-examination and a real useful tool to grow in this habit. Self-examination is a discipline no doubt and it requires integrity and effort but for pastors and ministry leaders it's crucial to assess the condition of your own heart to make sure you are in the faith and serving from a place of health and it's from that place God is glorified others are blessed and you find great hope you can learn more about PIR Ministries at our webpage pirministries.org Please know we stand ready to serve you and pastors you know, facing the uncertainty and pain of forced vocational transition. Thanks for listening to Hope Renewed. And remember, the hope of Christ does not put us to shame.